Nerdy is the new sexy. It's good to be a geek. This is Bud's Weekly Geek Out. Bud! Paul! Jason! Hi, Bud. Welcome! <laughs> Thank you. What indeed are we geeking out about this week? First, a quick update to last week's geek out about Charles Martinet, now the former voice of Mario and Luigi, tomorrow. Oh. Tomorrow at 7 a.m., Nintendo is broadcasting a Super Mario Wonder Direct. The Nintendo Directs are videos that they release to best control the flow of information, uh-huh. and this one will be all about this game. So I'm hoping that, besides a bunch of gameplay, I'm sure, I'm hoping that we'll be able to find out who will be voicing Mario in the new game. Okay. Now, you and I talked about this at length. At length. On our little podcast that we do. And uh, I, my call, I heard Dylan's call last week, was AI voice. Yep. Right. That doesn't make a heap of sense to me. It's an interesting idea for sure, but I think that they're going to go with Chris Pratt. I will bet – Bud wouldn't take a bet for money, uh. but, but Jason, if you want to put money on this, I will bet that they are going to go for Chris Pratt who voiced Mario in the movie. Right. That's the wave. That's the tide. Okay. Yuck, yeah. yuck, yuck. I would put money on this if I cared at all about this. <laughs> Cool, cool guy. Very fun, cool, fun party man, Jason Lamb. Like to have at parties, uh, but you don't think that, but God no. Okay, no. what's your bet? Yeah, I think it's going to be just a voice actor, maybe even somebody not too prevalent, just someone who would be good at voicing the character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, we shall see. It tomorrow at seven. Interesting yeah. timing, sure thing. Now. On to this week's geeking. Being in my late 70s, as you like to say, Paul, Transformers were a huge part of my childhood. The first Transformers I bought had stickers identifying them as Autobots or Decepticons. That was kind of, that they came from the cartoon. That's how you knew what, what it was. Sure. Later on, though, the logos were hidden inside little squares that you had to hold your finger over to reveal the affiliation of the robot. Now, as a kid, I thought this was just cool thermal tech because <laughs> they could. These are robots from space. So right. it was, But it was actually a very clever way to subvert counterfeit Transformers, which were everywhere at Whoa. the time. Oh, so okay. the fakes, they didn't know how to make the special stickers, so if you if you knew about this, and you got one of those, you knew it was a legit Transformer from Hasbro. Right. Which brings me to microchipping cheese. You may uh, know... Wow, okay. oh, that was a bit of a left turn there. Yeah. You are not allowed to call your champagne... Oh, hey, I got whiplash <laughs> You can't call champagne champagne unless it is produced in the champagne region of France. Yes. Yes. Mexican law states that tequila can only be called tequila if it's produced in specific states or municipalities. Right. Otherwise, it's just agave alcohol. Whoa. Scotch is only scotch if it's distilled in Scotch, yes. uh, Scotland. Yeah, Otherwise, it's just whiskey. Yeah. Right. So for our purposes today, I learned that there's an organization called the CFPR, the Consortio del Parmigiano Reggiano. They claim the only Parmesan because their cheese takes a year to produce up in a mountain climate and then is examined two years after that, certified that it was made within the protected designation of origin, that's another acronym, PDO, and then they can sell it to us plebs. But enforcing these rules can be challenging because there are counterfeit uh, cheesers out there <laughs> using the name Parmesan without permission yeah. and selling inauthentic cheese. Uh-huh. So what's a consortio del Parmigiano Reggiano to do? Implant microchips in their cheese, of course. A couple of things. Number one, this sounds this sounds like the plot of like a Mickey Mouse cartoon. He's yeah, going to yeah. get to the bottom of the counterfeit cheesers. That's hilarious. And uh, number two, I must compliment on your accent. Your pronunciation yeah, is very good. nice. I was going to ask after we did yeah. this, but I'm yeah. Glad, thank pretty you. Good, I, I, I tried my very best. I was impressed as well. <laughs> so, I mean, this leads to a very obvious question yeah. then. Am I going to be 
crunching down on a microchip next time I eat at the <laughs> old spaghetti factory or whatever? I mean, no. <laughs> Probably. Uh, the chip is very small, and it's actually implanted within a label, which goes on the rind, the part you don't generally eat. Uh. It's part of a printed 2D tracking code or a QR code for inventorying. It's like it's like 2FA. It's like a second factor of authentication to prove that the wheel of Parmesan is the real thing, because... Any cheese can have a QR code, but only the real transformer from Hasbro also has the microchip inside. But what if I want to eat the microchip to improve my 5G reception? <laughs> this is my one regret about this geek out. If you really want to eat the microchip, <laughs> A, it's about the size of a grain of rice, half a millimeter square. Well, you can't eat it. It'll be eaten away by your stomach acids and come out in the toilet if you don't fully digest it. Okay. So. Okay. Yeah, okay, this went a bit off the rails, but you can read more you about... Would take, you would take a micro sh**. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 You can read more about microchipping cheese to prevent counterfeit cheesings at thezone.fm slash geekout. Thank you so much, Good Bud. Times. Love that, this. Yeah, thanks, Bud. Bye. Bud's Weekly Geekout. Chum, 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 now it's Listen every Wednesday on The Morning Zone for more news from the world of techie-type stuff.